0: let's see if this is recording me properly and it is um i am reporting live from elizabeth new jersey um i just is anybody else like wondering when spring is gonna start actually springing because this weather has really been irritating me It's like cold one day. It's a little warm. We, I mean, I don't know. Let me try and think of the temperatures in spring. I feel like the temperatures in spring are usually like a consistent like 60s vibe, 60s to 70s vibe. And there's no wind chill factor as much as there has been this spring. Like It's always windy Like there's always like a super duper cold breeze um, Since spring has got here And I don't know I mean maybe we've been spoiled um, In the past few years um, And like it has been like fairly warmer than usual in spring, so the year where spring is actually behaving the way spring should behave, we're like, what's going on? But I don't know. I just I do think it's a little bit colder um, than most springs this season, and I'm I'm really waiting to just have a consistent, uh, nice glow of heat. Um, but yeah um off of weather things welcome to the this is 30 podcast Hat be monday i'm your host jernique um shout out to you for listening to episode 111 of the this is 30 podcast the numbers just keep on going up and up and up but yeah thank you guys for listening shout out to you wherever you are if you on your way to work on your way from work taking the kids to school waking up if you're like me on this beautiful monday morning you do not have to work because it is a holiday I don't please correct me if I'm wrong and I'm so 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 sorry but I think it's EID tomorrow I mean today (laughs) I think it's happy EID like the end of Ramadan for Muslims I think so I'm not sure but I think so so if I'm not correct please correct me But yeah, that's why um on this lovely monday morning. I do not have work and i'm here potting (laughs) Um, but yeah shout out to all of you. I hope you are well. I hope you are in good spirits. Um, I actually just got finished watching an episode of Chicago PD and all the Chicago series that are made by Dick Wolf. And if y'all know who Dick Wolf is, he's the creator of Law and Order and all those great shows that we love. Um, But yeah, the Chicago series, which I think they have Chicago Med, which is what I first fell in love with, Chicago PD. I think they're Chicago Fire and they might be one other, but I'm not sure. But I've I'm caught up on Chicago Med. That was I love that show. And then Chicago PD is just as good. And I actually I just made it to season five, episode one. And the episode I just watched um, was really tough. It made me kind of sad because it was an incident where um, cops like we're responding to a gang related, uh, shooting or something. And they went in, you know, guns blazing and a bullet that a white cop fired, went through somebody who was shooting at him, but also it went through that person and hit a kid, a black girl and killed her. Um, and it started like this investigation and, you know, um, the, the, never-ending question of, you know, are police using the correct tactics when it comes to their um, policing uh, urban neighborhoods, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't know, I just, I like the episode because I think that from the public's view, we always seem to have this one-way narrative of what policing should be and what it looks like. And I know that we consider when things like that happen, we do consider that their jobs are not police, uh, the police's job is not easy, but I think to like see it in real time, to see all the questions that are asked um, by everybody involved, to see the remorse in some of the officers, and then to see even the tension that exists between uh, black cops and white cops who are essentially doing the same thing. But it's almost like you could do something as a black man. But then once you like have a outward view of a white man doing it to a black man, um, it's like weird. It's like, hold up, like, calm down like so I don't know it's just Chicago PD is a great show and that's probably one of the best episodes that I've seen in the series thus far because they've done uh, episodes where officers have shot and killed uh, patrons before but this to me was like a really good one because it wasn't done out of anger it was an actual mistake and it was like a weird mistake it wasn't even like yeah, it was just a weird mistake like a way of chance and I just really enjoyed it So if you are not up on chicago pd and you need something to binge watch Download peacock and do it. I've literally been Binging it for the past two months because it's taking me so long because i'm actually not just Watching only that i'm catching up on my other shows as well but yeah I honestly don't know what to talk about today. I'm going to open my notebook and see what I have written down. Um, But I'm... I'm in a funky place Like I'm I don't know I had an emotional A very emotional Sunday By myself Um It wasn't bad It was just very heavy Is what I can call it It's just been a heavy It was a heavy Sunday And um You know I try to like really be In control Of my emotions When I feel them Because Um I don't want them to suffocate me, even though I want to feel them, but I don't want them to suffocate me, if that makes sense. So I try to, like, acknowledge it when I feel it, you know, process it, understand it, and then try my best to move on. But I also don't have the personality of moving on from problems. Like, it's very... It's very weird. Like I dwell on them forever. Like I I pace around my apartment and talk to myself. <laughs> I talk to myself about all the different angles that this or a, a issue could have been solved and all the ways I've been wronged and all the things that has happened to me. And I do that repetitively. I've done that since I, the first time I think I can remember doing that, I was probably like, 14 years old 13 years old and I used to stay up really late and I used to pace around my kitchen in East Orange New Jersey and I would just talk to myself about things that happened during the day and I would talk out loud because I just wanted to hear myself um and I have continued that behavior um Um, Until my adulthood and I mean I don't feel that bad about it because I think that as I've talked about it publicly A lot of other people or women in general Have also been honest about the fact that they pace and they talk to themselves like have full-blown conversations I do it everywhere in my apartment in the car even when i'm doing it in the car guys. I will like (laughs) I will like pull up the phone so that if there's another driver beside me and they see my mouth moving, they just assume that I'm on the phone even though I'm really just talking to myself. Um, It makes me feel better, but at times I think that it can be a little bit detrimental because like I said a few seconds ago, I dwell on um, redundant trauma. Or it's not redundant trauma, but I keep the trauma in a redundant state when I do that. Um, And I don't, you know, I don't like that because it's like, bro, this happened to you three years ago. Get over it. This happened to you five years ago. Stop talking about it. Um, I think maybe it comes from like a place of trying to link traumas from one trauma to another or just trying to create. Or find some type of understanding in my behavior and my experiences. And the more I talk about it sometimes, the more I gain clarity or the more I go crazy. Um, So, yeah. Um, One thing I do know that I wanted to talk about today is I wanted to talk about the This Is 33 year anniversary celebration. So, This year, um, as you guys know, on the last podcast when I had Geraldine, I was talking a lot about Um, what I wanted to do and I made a decision and I decided that I was going to do a party bus and my goal was to do a party bus to the beach and do a bonfire on the beach but upon and and a lot of information online is outdated um, because I wouldn't have you know made that flyer or made that announcement if I was 100% not sure Um, but a lot of beaches since covid they do not allow bonfires anymore um so um the new goal is to do a party bus to lake i don't even know how to con- pronounce it um lake hapatong hapakang Help, hope I don't know how to say it But it's that lake that everybody goes to I've never been to that lake I've been invited to that lake many times But I've never um, been to that park or lake But that's where we're going to go That is the goal And they actually have like a fire ring That's set up for like huge, you know Conversations and things of that nature And that's what I want to do I think it'll be cool I think it'll be really fun I think it'll be something that's different The cost of the event is $75 And I know that's a little pricey But the bus is pricey And then there will be hors d'oeuvres and liquor That will be served And if you know me It's not gonna be no lower class stuff It's not gonna be no house liquor I'm not taking your money (laughs) So that I can, (laughs) you know, serve freaking like the trashiest of liqueurs and things of that nature. No, it's going to be premium liqueurs um, available to everybody, and everything is going to be flowing. We're going to have a good time. We're going to talk because you know that's the whole purpose to talk, to get inside each other's heads, to have these redund- redundant conversations that we keep having, right? It's weird because. As I like peruse through like Instagram and like I see promotions for podcasts and things that go viral, it's like, yo, we're all literally talking about the same thing over and over and over again. So, like, I know when it comes to like the conversations that we have at the This Is 30 celebration, I'm going to be very mindful and very, um, um, very. I don't want to use the word strategic, but I'm just going to be mindful of the conversations we have. And I'm going to try and um, I'm going to try and move the move the topics to areas or things that we don't discuss. I don't want us to have the same conversation about how much your man should make. or blah, blah, blah. I want us to have progressive conversations. So hopefully we get to do that. We'll play some games, but I think it'll really be a vibe. I'm actually going to send out like personal invites to people. And I'm actually going to break down um, what, what, you know, will come with the cost of the event. And I'm also going to put out surveys as well. So that Everybody is happy. I want everybody who's attending to be very um, a part of the process and very, you know, just I want you to get. An experience that you're paying for So, you know, I'm going to do a survey of liqueurs that you guys prefer I'm going to do a survey of the hors d'oeuvres and the um things you would like to eat And the, maybe even the topics that you would like to discuss So that I can curate the whole night to the liking of everybody, you know And I, I honestly can't wait I'm really excited And I'm excited that I have the opportunity to do something that I think is cool um, because like I said last week, I was really struggling with trying to decide, um, you know, what to do. And, you know, it's cool as a business woman, I guess you could call me. When you throw events because most of the time the goal is to make money when you're throwing events But for this celebration, that is not the goal. I will not be making any money Um, the goal is really just to have a really good, um A really good night celebrating a milestone and like conversing with cool people with conversing with people my age dealing with similar issues and you know a lot of um of the regular everyday wear and tears. That's that's really all I'm looking forward to. And I can't wait to see y'all. can't wait to see who's going to pop up. And please, 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 please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and a mama and a cousin and a daddy. Um, I am going to have only a specific number of slots open because the bus can only hold a certain amount of people. So I foresee that This will probably sell out quickly, Um, I'll probably reach the number pretty quickly Um, So the goal once again is to um, tell a friend to tell a friend because you know we want to invite new people and create connections with people that we don't really know and I really want to offer the opportunity for people who don't know other people to maybe connect. And, you know, last time um, at the This Is 30 Live uh, last June, July, I'm sorry, um, a lot of people told me that, you know, they built connections and friendships off of meeting people that day. Um, and just seeing people that they haven't they hadn't saw in a while, it was like a beautiful thing. So like I'm happy and I want to do that again. You know, I want to do that again. So yeah, that's um, enough of this is thirty talk. So something I also wanted to discuss was um, our trip to Virginia. Me and Geraldine we recorded when we were in. Virginia we recorded when we were in Virginia so we didn't really get a chance to um, discuss much about our trip because we were in the middle of the trip um, but the trip was like really good Um, we went to Virginia as you guys know my sister owns a timeshare and we had been actually trying to go to panama we were trying to go to a lot of places um like small islands that weren't too pricey because it was just a quick trip like spring break that we wanted to go and just soak up some sun and like like we said last pod the prices weren't pricing the flights were crazy they were like 24 hour flights there were no direct flights if you were buying a direct flight the flight alone was like a thousand dollars um so We decided to go to Virginia and this is my first time. Like I've also told you guys, I used to live in Virginia um, and this area that we were in is not the area I lived in, but it's a common area. It's probably 30 minutes away from where I lived um, at and it's a common area where people go to like. Uh, Vacation It's like across the street From Bush Gardens It's a historical town Williamsburg is a historical town It kind of Sometimes Williamsburg Williamsburg creeps me out Because I feel like it's a town that's rooted in a lot of racism. I don't know why I get that feel. I just get that feel. I just, I don't know how many of you have ever seen the movie Antebellum, but when I think about Williamsburg and um, that's the movie with Janae, Mo, Janelle Monet when she was abducted and kind of taken to a modern day uh, slavery um slave slavery plantation I always think about Williamsburg because the history that the place has is just like intense and I know a lot of it is probably rooted in some ill acts of our past but long story short I have never been extremely intentional about planning out Or visiting places Even when I went last year For my little sabbatical I was really just chilling Like I didn't really do too much I was really chilling But this time um, I was intentional about looking up restaurants And looking up activities and places to go And as a result we had a great trip like we ate good i didn't even know williamsburg had restaurants that had the food like that like so we ate good we got good experiences we went shopping um to the williamsburg outlets we um we also had plans to go to bush gardens, but it just didn't work with our schedule and we had a lot of other things planned that we didn't get a chance to do But I truly enjoyed my time Sometimes just getting away from your natural environment Although I always miss my home by like the second to third day. It's like yo, I can't wait till I get back in my bed back in my home Um getting away sometimes it's just necessary, you know, it's just necessary for the soul for the mind and um I love it I I loved it it was extremely it was peaceful it was chill it was um it was everything like it was just everything I, I could not have planned a better spring break trip like on the fly um it was really really cool um you know something else that was on my mind was um Viola Davis I know this is so random I'm going like from one topic to the next but Viola Davis and this her 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 role as Michelle Obama in this new I believe it's a Showtime series called The First Lady I am unsure so if I'm wrong let me know but um she plays Michelle Obama in this series and she has gone viral for kind of like uh representing a character we could say of Michelle Obama and you know the from the thin eyebrows to (laughs) to the mouthing uh whatever like expressions that she's been making and she's gone like really viral for this role and and not in a good way like people basically have been saying you know you kind of overdid it and Um, I think I saw a tweet from her where she said like, do y'all think that y'all are the first people to tell me I overdid it? The thing is like, for me, I just feel like who were the directors and the people on set who were okaying this? And you know, Hollywood is very tricky because it's like I feel like sometimes I don't know who's in charge of things like this. I don't know if it was a black writer, a black director, a black uh, production company that greenlit this. But it's like sometimes when you do the paper trail to whoever is at the top, I think that sometimes there may be ill intentions because it's just like, how did this make it to our screens how did this make it to our screens and nobody said you know what that's a bit much that's too much you're doing too much I don't even remember seeing Michelle Obama's eyebrows that thin it's almost like bro like nobody looked at this and said chill out chill out like it just was like I've never seen like even as we talk I'm like I'm looking um I'm looking at old pictures of Michelle Obama and her eyebrows were never like they were thin but they were never like the way we saw it in some of those clips Which was like in one of the clips I saw was like pencil thin like it was like a line on her face And it's just like why are y'all doing that to this lady? Why did y'all do that to her? Because she was not looking like that And um, I noticed that I believe that um, Viola Davis has a interview that is being released now with um, Oprah and I believe it's dropping soon, and I was just like, all right, she has really good, she has a really good PR team, because, you know, we live in a, it's like we live in a weird culture now, where like, you can't get bad reviews (laughs) on a new release, and just take it, you have to like, create another headline and you know i guess that's the role of a good pr person like they need to take away attention from something bad and draw it to something uh better or good so that's what her pr team is doing and that's why this interview is coming about i just feel like take your bad reviews on go like it viola davis has really n- never done anything cringeworthy or bad so you get one in your lifetime it's not a big deal I just don't know what she's going to talk about in the Oprah interview I'm sure they're going to address the Michelle Obama stuff but I just feel like you don't got to explain this away like somebody made a mistake at the top and some of this was just Not okay But I also feel like I'm also speaking from a space Of somebody who did not watch the show And I do think that We have the tendency to take Whether it be clips, sound bites. That's the type of culture we live in too Clips, soundbite, still frames And we make this whole idea um, Or notion about a certain topic Without having all the facts So I have not seen the show And it's possible that If I were to see the show Um I don't even... Has the show even dropped? I don't know anything. But I haven't seen the show. Um, and I, I don't hear no anybody talking about how good it is. I'm not going to kill you. Like, if people, if I heard people saying, Oh my gosh, this show is so good. It's so great. I have not heard that. I haven't heard that one time. So, um, I don't know. But, you know, Michelle. Michelle, do your thing. You know? Um before I go oh I also didn't want to tell you guys I mean didn't want to I wanted to tell you that I finally watched Bridgerton season two I don't know if I said that on the pod but I really like season two I know people are saying they like season two better than season one but I didn't like season two better than season one and let me tell you why I didn't like season two better than season one Because although this, okay, what I will say about season two is season two kept me a little bit more on the edge of my seat, more than season one, season one, I wanted to like, I, I was I wasn't on the edge of my seat. I was just very invested in the love affair between um the two main characters. I was like, yo, this is a love that is just like, I need to keep watching. Now season 2 was very like prolific in the in in a different way where it was like it was just so much drama and it's like, bro, I need to find out what happens next. So in that aspect, season 2 was extremely good. But the story and how it finds its way through is wild because this is a this is a situation that I feel like could really create beef between people and their families. I just don't think that it's okay for you to allow your sister to engage in a uh, admiration for someone that you know that you have a huge connection to. And you continue to have a connection to and you don't say anything. And you let your sister literally go about all these feelings and literally romanticize this man. And you know that this man is for you. I think that that's crazy. And, you know, I don't think that it would end as peachy clean as it ended on the show, which is her sister, like finally realizing that they're, they're, they're the loves of their lives. And she should let that happen. And that's, that's wild. I'm not, I'm not talking to you. Why should I talk to you? You would have to get like a while from me. And I understand life is life. You know, I get it. You know, you can't control who you love, but I just feel like she should have said something way earlier. And I kept thinking she was, I'm like the, the, the shift of this, the story is going to shift and it's going to become a different issue versus, you know, this hidden affair between this girl and her sister's man. And it also goes to show you that men are crazy. Like, how can you, like, we talked about that on the other pod too. I just don't, I understand that, I'm talking a lot, let me slow down. I understand that in those times, courtship Was much different than how we see courtship now But the idea that you would be in love with someone's sister You would be in love with her And you would still go on to marry her sister What are we talking about? What are we doing? Why are you doing that? Why don't you think that's wrong? Why? Why are you doing that? Why don't you think that's incorrect? Why don't you think, why aren't you thinking twice about that? Why are you so in a rush to do that? And like my boy, he was doing a bit too much. And I just don't think that as lovey-dovey as that ended and you know how everybody saw the heart wants what it wants. I get it. The heart wants what it wants, but sometimes that's how people lose the love of their lives Because making certain decisions like that Has consequences And to be honest I would like to see uh, I know like The the point of entertainment And a lot of these romance uh, Things that we see is usually There's a happily ever after Even though the story Um even though the story is not, hmm, even though the, the road to the happy ever after may not be easy, but I also think that in in one case or in some cases, we honestly need to see a version of this where it ends bad because like in real life and like we mentioned last week on the pod, there are a lot of people who fumble and lose the love of their lives off of dumb stuff just like that sometimes so much transpires and it's so bad it's so bad to the point where it's like bro it's no turning back this is not gonna work this is not working you know it's not it's not doing what it's supposed to do we can never be and we could love each other so much but the final decision is that this is just not good because of all the turmoil and all of the controversy and all of that that was built around it you know um so I don't know I I I did like Bridgerton I love season two it's not like I hated it I just feel like it's a wild situation when you have sisters involved and what you talking about well I would never I would never like at a certain point I would have just been like peace out like I gotta go like what are you gonna be doing lusting over your sister's husband for the rest of your life while he's lusting over you that would have been worse than anything like and how the sister didn't notice it's like sometimes that's how blind we be for these men (laughs) that's how blind we be the truth could be right in front of you. And you're like, oh no, girl, go. you better go with my sister. Go. Meanwhile, you're giving them a whole pass to go live their best life and you think they hate each other. But that's how blind we be to red flags and to some truths. It's like literally in front of us. And we're just like, oh no, that's nothing. That's um, that's nothing Um, But yeah, that's that's all I wanted to say about that Um, I'm really excited that I have the day off I'm so ecstatic that I have the day off, and I really hope that um, you guys have a great Monday. Um, I hope that it is filled with happiness, rest, joy, and everything nice. Don't forget about the three year celebration of This is 30. I know this was a short pod, it's because I'm by myself. Um, And I really wanted to release something because. Lo and behold, I was not gonna record today Like it always gets me But I was like, you know what? I wanted to do a pod by myself for the longest Um, it's just that I honestly did not plan out a lot of topics I wrote down some stuff to talk about But I didn't really like plan out topics So that's why this is a short and sweet episode But thank you for listening Um and continue to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend any mama any cousin any daddy to listen to the this is 30 podcast tell them about the three-year anniversary celebration and yeah oh and i'm gonna start doing intro music and outro music Again, the issue is that I used to get all my instrumentals from Dat Piff and Dat Piff like I don't know who is running the site now, but that Piff has just gone down a little bit in usership. Like or usability i'm making up words but like it's just not user friendly as user friendly as it was when i was getting my instrumentals from there when i first started to do my pod and now it's just like a complicated process each time i'm looking for instrumentals and it's annoying so like instead of just like worrying because the process of finding instrumentals, recording them, blah, blah, blah. It usually takes me a good 15, 20 minutes, but now it could take me like 30 minutes plus to find an instrumental, cut it up, make sure it's clear. It's, it was just too much of a hassle, but if I find a good source or if anybody knows a good source that you could help me with, I would absolutely appreciate it. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to the, this is 30 podcast. Please be blessed. Have a great week.